good song when you get right down to it episode five of that's disgusting really good song have you forgotten by or no that the alan jackson where were you in the world stop turning no land it by vulture whale oh oh yeah yeah sorry <laughs> you've jumped the gun you've you buried the lead it really is a good song terry ohms west mcdonald has a new record out I, those boys are just down there hitting the button, ain't they? Yeah. They finally, they've gotten their children into some sort of daycare facility or school. Yeah. It's time to get back to fucking rocking and rolling again. God damn it, that's a good song. I was driving to Montgomery, the Gump, Alabama. MGM. I'm not ever on board with that. First of all, I'm pretty sure there's not an airport here. I don't care what y'all say. <laughs> there's not an Direct airport. flights to D.C. starting in January. <laughs> yeah. For Roy Moore. He's <laughs> the one taking the trip. That's who's taking the trip. But after coming through Opelika and saying, oh shit, Lee Baines has that song about Opelika. Let me cut that on. Went right into landed. I got to tell you, boys, I'm as happy as I've ever been in my life during that six, eight minutes. Even driving through Auburn, it made it so much better. Um, we, I was thinking the other day about like the worst reactions to 9-11 in music form. Uh, 2001... Pretty coughing, low. that was the worst reaction people had. Was a cough from all the dust. Oh my god. Creel and I were uh, first semester at UA. Mm-hmm. And I think somebody called me and told Said, me. Dude, that we just got 9 11. <laughs> we got 9 11 so hard. And I was like, okay, whatever. And went back to bed. <laughs> so I didn't know. Like, yeah. We didn't know what any of it meant. This is not our 9 11 episode, by the way. Um, this is this is our eleven eleven episode. Making one month after looking back, ten some odd years ago. <laughs> eleven some, minus nine is two. <laughs> I've just written October out. That's the devil's month. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've gotten it rid is of October. Thank you. Too spooky. Um, but yes, this is our nine eleven special. The worst songs that came, some of the worst music in the world came out. After 9-11. It was so easy. Everybody likes to talk about the Where Were You When the World Stopped Turning Which is an awful, awful song. It's Just to write a song about it is just weird. And the speed with which he wrote it leads me to believe he might be in uh, Al-Qaeda. Yeah, it sort of reminds me when, uh, right after Princess Diana died, Mm -hmm. Elton John already had that song, Candle in the Wind, and he just substituted a few (laughs) words. It sort of sounds like Alan Jackson had this one in the bank and was raiding for it. Your life. Every time I think about Candle in the Wind, I remember going to school, um, and I don't know what was going on, but I was I was the teacher's aide for like the ninth grade Spanish class, and there was a girl whose name escapes me. She was a whatever Bostic, I think, and she had left the school under some mysterious circumstances. Like a pregnancy or something. Yeah, it was yeah. a pregnancy or a black guy. They were probably one of the two. One of the same. Equal shames. Mm-hmm. Equal shames. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was gone. And I remember Justin A-Day was just saying, you know, she was a young lady who, who had some meat on her bones. And Justin A-Day was just in there singing, 
Goodbye, Colbert's Biggin. <laughs> and that is still the first thought that comes to mind whenever Candle and Wynn is brought up. So I, I looked up where were you when the world stopped turning by Al-Qaeda Jackson. Why <laughs> <laughs> did I not make that joke? <laughs> it, it, is, it, it, was, it was uploaded by a gentleman named Bob. Bob Knob and Pizza Face. Bob Pub- takes care of Published mom. on May 28th, my, my mom's birthday, uh, 2011. Okay, so he's almost the 10-year anniversary. The nine-and-a-half-year anniversary, he, his... I'm going to run through this very quickly because it's a four-paragraph description. That's too long of the of video? A description. What is the video? What happens in the video? It's like... News footage? Steel frames of the power Steel frames and then yeah. lyrics. Yeah. Kind of like that time somebody took and put Hulk Hogan in the 9-11 pictures of him like dropping the big leg on the towers. Oh, my well, God. The, the, one of the craziest things I remember was like in October, November, you know, a lot of comedians didn't know how to handle right. it. Uh, so I remember Conan O'Brien had some funny little bits once you know was, they were able to joke about it. Yeah. But I, do you guys remember the hamster dance song? Absolutely. There was a hamster <laughs> dance <laughs> tribute <laughs> where they played that music over the <laughs> towers <laughs> falling. <laughs> I laughed. You know, I thought it was a. It was a, a time to heal, crew. It was a time to heal. <laughs> And that's a happy little song. One of the most poignant songs. <laughs> One of the most poignant songs ever written about 9-11. One of? Surely this takes the top spot, right? Poignant. The song really touches me because of uh, because 9-11-2001 was my 25th wedding anniversary and we were on a Caribbean cruise. So you weren't even here. Sort of spoiled the anniversary. <laughs> Yeah, Since come the on. Thanks a lot. Of the tragedy. Baby, I can't even get it up because 9-11 happened. <laughs> we are wasting this beautiful ocean view from the Atlantis. Let's go down here to the casino <laughs> and see if we can win us a little money. Since the magnitude of the tragedy far out, we Let me get one of them hot riders from you there, senor. I got 9-11 real damn hard this morning. Outweighed our personal celebration. Speaking of stopping, which I don't think he did, uh, <laughs> the entire crew sort of came to a crashing halt. Yeah. All of the typical frivolous cruise activities just didn't happen for the rest of the cruise because no one was in the mood anymore. All the people. Nigga, if the I cruise... paid all that money to be on a cruise ship, <laughs> as long as it wasn't my house that fell down, yeah, I'm gonna party in honor of 9/11. I think Disneyland or Disney World shut down for like a day or two, yeah. and that was it. They were like, "We got to make some money. We got yeah. to get this Matterhorn jumping." Yeah. David Cross has a bit where he's he's like some of the worst stand-up comedy and improv was done in the m- weeks and months after 9-11 because everybody was like, if the Assaulted Nuts comedy troupe does not get back together, then the terrorists the terrorist win. <laughs> um, speaking of stuff, blah, blah, blah. All the people on the cruise just sort of huddled together to commiserate as we watched the images together on CNN. To see total strangers hugging each other and crying with each with each other, and to have the uh, Muslim passengers celebrating <laughs> and dancing on the flag as our president saw, and crying with each other was emblematic of just how united these United States are. Not right. USA. Atlanta United. USA. Only USA. Only thing you can around here is ATL. Five stripes. Now, if you now for a while, I had disabled comments being posted about this video since there was so much negative garbage. Blah blah blah. Also, for you people who are claiming that Alan recorded this song just to capitalize on the strategy, I have this to say: Shut up! <laughs> Ooh, yeesh. Unless you have solid evidence to support your claim, and no, I'm saying gonna, but South Park what? said it was true does not count as solid. I'm going to say the fact that he released a 9/11 uh, hymn. You yeah. are slandering the good name of Alan Jackson. <laughs> You know what? I'm going to sit here in Montgomery, and I'm going to take up for Alan Jackson for a minute. 
Midnight Montgomery is mm-hmm. the shit. It's a great song. I actually don't have anything against that one. Well, did, Except for the outpaced ties. Do you know if Alan Jackson like donates some proceeds to 9-11 War <sighs> Widows or anything? <laughs> the facts are... Oh, well, give me the facts. That Alan did not want to release this song, but oh, his agent on. convinced him to. Well, then why did he write it, record it, produce it, and have it ready to be released? <laughs> and sing it at every like event. Alan is a multi-millionaire many times over and does not need exploitation to garner extra bucks. But it doesn't hurt. That Chattahoochee money was running a little light by the time uh-huh. Where You in the World's Doctor came out. Finally, anyone who thinks they are being funny with the inane ladder to heaven remarks will automatically be blocked. I don't know what that is, but now that's all it's the South Park episode. Oh, okay. Where were you when they built that ladder to heaven? I remember. Did you think it was kind of (laughs) gay? I remember singing. uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna censor this for for the air, and I don't know why this happened, but I was probably sitting around watching TV or playing a video game, and I was just singing aloud to no one in particular. Were you in the world star turn? Were you teaching a bus full of innocent R words to read and write and wipe their own ass? I don't know why that happened, but it did, and I still remember it. That's my knowledge. Yeah, you can pretty much plug and play any sort of, uh, mm-hmm. any little It's like a Sean Major's poem. There. Yeah. It's cut and paste, man. Other Sean Major's poetry, which you can find on our other podcast, Cold Dog Soup, the podcast where we lambast terrible poetry and prose. This is That's Disgusting. If you like what you're hearing and haven't turned us off yet. Because there's been a lot worthy of getting turned off. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can find us on Twitter at TTF Network. Sure. You can email us at throwtheflagnetwork at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Or you could support us in a more personal way. Sissy way. At patreon.com slash TTF. Alan Jackson came out with this song, but the country song in response to 9-11 that always gets caught in my mind is called Forgotten. I've never heard of that I think song. That, is this the one that goes, have you forgotten? Yes. Da, da, yes. Da, 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 it is by Daryl Worley. Yeah. I distinctly remember hearing it like driving, uh, I was driving to like UAH or something like that, but it was... Released in 2003. I forgot Daryl Worley. He's very tall, if I remember I, right. I think he's like... I feel like Daryl Worley had a song that I kind of liked. Um, is this... Was this the guy that was in Hootie and the Blowfish that became a country singer? That's Darius Rucker. Okay, they start with a D, though. <laughs> they start with a D. Fact. 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 True okay. fact. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I just... I can't imagine, like, singing that kind of shit with a straight face. Because it was a horrible... Well, I mean... You, this was a different time for country music. And when these things happen... Arguably the worst time for well, No, no, no. We're much worse now than we were. Really? Oh, God, yeah. Nobody was thinking about taking the truck to the beach and... I was watching a... And I'm, not, I'm not kidding. I was watching a lot of 106 in Park in 2001. I was watching a lot of GAC. So it's just the opposite. Well, this is what I was going to ask, because you said around this time this happened, but I'm trying to think of like when JFK was assassinated or Hiroshima bombed or the stock market crash in the Great Depression, when were these other historical sort of songs coming out? It was just the regular well, regular well, songs were coming out. I mean, there, like, there are songs about JFK. Vietnam well, had a fuckload of songs. Yeah, Buffalo okay. Springfield. The entire uh, Forrest Gump soundtrack. Yeah, right, yeah. Sure. Uh, Senator Son or whatever. Yeah, Fortune okay, Son. Okay. It ain't me. Fortune. Run Through the Jungle. Yeah. Um, Still in Saigon, Grocers but, but I guess fun. not like <laughs> Chicken Baby Don't Bump. But I guess not like a, a, nothing like tragic, like 
monumental like this. I don't know that was just big, about the era generally. Yeah, I don't know the big about, Pearl Harbor anthem. Right. I can't point to one. Where were you when a Jap started bombing oh that On December day. day? Were you just waking up, maybe going to a luau, thinking it would be okay? And old Tojo came down from the sky yelling, Tora, 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 he dropped his bombs. Um, Spam and rice is her favorite dish down there. Now it's covered in rubble. The day John Kennedy died by Lou Reed in 1982, so a little bit out. Wait, like, you yeah. said John Kennedy. I know you said that. I heard John Candy. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. him also too, man. Also R.I.P. That song is great, by the way. I, it's just Lou Reed basically John. talking his way through it. I remember the day. John, he's, he, I think he watched it at a bar, which is weird. But Lou Reed. Uh, it's also on the same album with uh, with uh, Underneath the Bottle. Uh, Halloween Parade? No. Um, Fucking poser. <laughs> A lot of these other songs just mention it. Civil War by Guns N' Roses mentions JFK. Surely they did not have... No. Public... Did he call him an N-word or an F-word? You know that Guns song? Uh, huh? What? Are you... What? What happened? You don't know that song? No. One in a Million? No. You don't know the lyrics to One in a Million? Uh-uh. I'll, Krill and I will talk while you look up the <laughs> lyrics to One in a Million. You never heard of this either, Krill? Well, who sings it? It's Guns N' Roses. How's it go? Um, I can't really say any of the lyrics on this podcast. Y'all will get mad at me. <laughs> I won't get mad at you. Sean. No, oh, God. <laughs> All right, pan that a little bit my way. One, I'll, re- I'll read okay. it, but we'll, we'll, one, two, three, four, get your woman on the floor. Gotta, gotta one, get us two, to get three, four. One, two, three, four, yes, I needed some time to get away. I needed some peace of mind, some peace of mind that'll stay. So I thumbed it. Now it's six in LA. Maybe a Greyhound could be my day. Police and N-words, that's right. <laughs> Get out of my way. Don't need to... What the fuck? <laughs> is this guy in traffic or something? Oh, is this on the spaghetti incident? I would Oh, know. it's on Lies. God damn. <laughs> so wait, what is this song about? JFK? It's just about a bad day in Los Angeles. So you had a bad Police. day. They saw some N-words. Some other F-words were sharing some needles. Yeah. <laughs> Police and N-words, that's right. Get out of my way. Don't need to buy none of your gold chains today. Mm-hmm. And then, they didn't have any turnovers. And then... <laughs> Another one was... <laughs> that's pretty good. And then the other one is immigrants and... F-words. F-words. <laughs> Come to our country. Also misspelled in Google, Google Play. 1G. Um, <laughs> oh, God. I was... Immigrants and F-words, they make no sense to me. <laughs> Did America have no homosexual individuals? Mm-mm. Not at this time. It's like, it's, it's not like, in, in Los 60s. Angeles in the 1990s. No, no, no. <laughs> it's, it's like when the, the president of Iran, former president of Iran, said, there are no homosexuals in our country. Zero. It's like, that's exactly what he gave There's one in the mirror. <laughs> um, sympathy for the devil mentions, I shout out. Yeah, that's saying. again. That's, well, that's, I was going to mention that we didn't oh, start oh, the oh, fire. Oh, like how I was just going to say yeah, that yeah. sympathy for the devil was the original we didn't start, start the, the fire. Because that has like every, like, Historical event mm-hmm. from 1950 to the Western birds mark. in 1965, which would have been six days afterwards. Yeah, two, you know, I mean, Kennedy was what November? I think it was November 63. 6th in 63. Yeah. Um, so this would have been maybe even just a year. Uh, 
He was a friend of mine. Yeah, there's an entire lyric, uh, stanza. Oh, that's there. and and it's everybody seen my old friend Martin and that thing. I don't remember who that, that is. Might be a, but no, no, that's I don't think that's a burden song. But that was about everybody that got shot. I was gonna mention that if you want to have some fun, is to go to YouTube and type in "We didn't start the fire" like a second verse, like the last twenty years, like people like homebrew like. Oh my God! Are like you the dot com me? boom, Clinton, oh God, we will stress, be doing. Yada, there will yada, be an episode yada, of that yada. later, folks. <laughs> and I bet you it goes all the way through nine eleven. I bet you there's some bad <laughs> rhymes in nine eleven. So, so mentioning the, uh, I mean, the country music was really bad at the time. We went on hot wire. <laughs> we were looking for this. Got some, some travel and lodging. Well, I think <laughs> for the country music, it was a changing of the guard. There were a lot of old, established people. Years. And also, I, you, had, you had... Sorry. No, I was going to say that who was really hitting it big in like the early 2000s? Garth Brooks was having his he weird was personality weird. disorder. Yeah, he was on his Alan, ja- Alan Jackson was the king top, of... He was still on top. He yeah. was still atop yeah. the mountain. Right. Um, but like Daryl Worley, I remember that time, and I... I guess that's probably when uh, is that uh, Kenny Chesney's probably about to start. We're about, about to, to we're going. about to cross over into that that era. Was country music really patriotic back then, or was it because just it, hinted at? Or there was always a USA song, sure. like you know. But I think that as we talked about before, like we kind of nine eleven is a stamp for people of a certain age, and we we really don't remember a whole lot. Before. Before, like, sure. you know. So, I mean, country, but you think of Lee Greenwood. Mm-hmm. Fucking that motherfucker's been living off of God bless, God bless USA, USA. Recently, speaking of Lee Greenwood, <laughs> um, <laughs> Lee Greenwood, it was his birthday recently, and Donald Trump tweeted at Lee Greenwood 83 saying, Happy birthday, Lee Greenwood. I love your song. I hope, I hope you Great patriot. You do not kneel. You're not a Neela. Atlee you Greenwood, stay. 83, is a lawyer in D.C. Oh, <laughs> poor guy. Probably got just Best slammed with DMs. Oh, God. <laughs> it goes down in DMs. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it pretty much, I think Hangers was saying this before we hit record. It basically launched the career of Toby Keith. Yeah. Courtesy of the, we'll put a boot in your ass. ass. That's the American, American way. I was there when the world stopped you turning. Were. Huntsville, Alabama, uh, TNA, a new big-time wrestling company, were having their first big show. They were in the Von Braun Center, sold for shit, papered the place, in there for free. Toby Keith is there. He's so at the wrestling event? He is, he is wrestling in the main event of oh, wrestling. Shit. And he is singing that song sure. yeah. when Jeff Jarrett attacks and set the wrestling up. Oh, I was check. also there, and I don't, I cannot, y'all can fact check me, but I believe oh, we, will. we we will. I believe Toby Keith debuted that song, "Boot in Your Ass." It's the American. Way. I don't even know what the name of the song is. Cursey the Red, White, and Blue. That mm-hmm. one. I believe he debuted that song at the CMA Flame Worthy Awards that year in Nashville, Tennessee. I was also in the building for that. So you were there for like the ground. I was there for, for the stuff. genesis. Yeah. This song was inspired by 9/11. Fact. Toby's <laughs> father was killed in a car accident six months before 9-11. He so ima- had nothing... Did Al-Qaeda do it? He imagined how his father would have reacted to terrorist attacks. He performed it for the troops in early 2002. They convinced him to release it as a sig- single. It debuted Memorial Day weekend. And See, I'm not even before. mad at that. Because there is a thing of, if Dad was here, he'd be pissed. I'm going to write this song. That's Okie from Muskogee. That's yeah. that's uh, Haggard writing in the voice of his father about yeah. what he would be saying yeah. about this. Yeah, yeah. Like, at least I can... 
I can I can understand that. And there is an image. We, if if I'm Toby Keith, I'm Alan Jackson, and I already have a lot of money. I'm so I can sleep at night. I don't think anybody has to, but uh, necessarily has to do this. But if so, I can sleep at night. I would donate like proceeds to. And oh, no, maybe I, they maybe did. they did. I'd sleep I honestly don't, don't care enough to look. Uh, right, and I mean like, Toby Keith was already at the. He was performing for the troops. So yeah. That's fine. He's I, already and in. He I can't release so many that. songs that used nine-year-old. Catchphrases. How right. do you like me now? Not all I'm doing stuff. Beer for my horses. Hell damn yeah! Couldn't make you love me. Hell no, you bitch! I want that as my <laughs> I tell you who I can blame for getting in on this craze. Uh, man of uh, comedy stylings, fame, Ray Stevens. Who the streak? That's the one. <laughs> That guy <laughs> did a song called That Ain't No Rag, It's a Flag. We don't wear it on our heads. Osama, your mama mm-hmm. didn't raise you right. So wait, is he upset with the the headwear that uh uh-huh. the traditional Yes, the traditional gear. rap of a Muslim. Osama Yo Mama was the name, the hit but record. Do Osama Muslim Americans mama. typically wear American flag? No, 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 like, no. He was saying that ain't no rag. The, the the thing that they wear on their heads is a rag. I'm s- the flag is not the a rag. The flag is not a rag. I'm starting These to... These colors don't run. Reverse <laughs> my thoughts on Toby Keith because he also wrote American Soldier. Yes. Toby began an annual USO tour of Iraq and Afghanistan. See, I gotta, I gotta give See, a man... If he's you're, out there. If you're in the desert and you're going through Fuck the truth thing... It was the second single from the album Shock and Y'all. Yeah. yeah he's, Fuck that. He's going for it, man. Look, I can't fault a man for playing to his base. I, I cannot fault a man for he's, giving he's the yokel something He's like giving them like a couple moments of like happiness yeah. before they risk their lives and... If you're in the desert, I'll let you do it. Yeah. You get away with it if you're in the desert. He's rallying them up, making sure they have a good time. I mean, he went on to make Red Solo Cup. Are you mad at him for that? Yeah, that's a classic. (laughs) It is. I kind of like it. Only in America by Brooks and Only in America. A song. Where we dream it bigger, we won't have a song. (laughs) A song that was... I know a lot more of these songs than I thought. When I worked at Movie Gallery, um, we had to... Kiss an angel, good morning. We we have to we love her like a devil. We had to home. watch a in store DVD that had movie uh, movie trailers. At first, sure. it was just movie trailers. Then, as like income for movie gallery went down, it became the, commercial. The number of music videos like, went up. There was some awful, depressing story about I think it was Traveling Soldier by the Dixie Chicks or something. All country songs, yeah, all yeah, country. Because yeah. movie gallery is like a southeastern video chain, and. Only in America was on there, and it was like I told time by by that How song often it, because it, <laughs> you know every two thirty only in America, baby. The, the video was you know fifty six minutes long. That and, song and comes at you hard too. That is an aggressive also, song. Also, if memory serves, used by both George W. Bush in two thousand four and Obama in two thousand eight. <laughs> I'd like for Obama to be cooler than that when they accepted their nomination at their. It's, it's interesting that you mentioned the Dixie Chicks and playing to your bass because right around this oh, time is yes. when oh, turn the country bass 
flipped they on the Dixie on them Chicks them because they criticized the president. Yes, they did. So that's okay. interesting that we we have this you know idealized concept yes. that country singers play to the bass, and if you don't, if you reverse course on that, you are out. You are completely you are out. They were burning CDs, T-shirts. Yeah, yeah. they had a the steamroller over the right, over the CDs. right. Did Aaron Tippin do Dust on the Bottle? I was just about to ask you to give me the Aaron Tippin. Where the Stars and Stripes and the Eagle Fly by yeah. Aaron Tippin. Yeah, I remember that one. The song was written before 9-11. But not a shot what? because but t- Aaron Tippin has got a... Aaron Tippin has got a... Big, tr- beefy big, beefy... He did... Um, what was the big Aaron Tippin hit? Uh, working Man's PhD was his big hit. Get that self on Working Man PhD. Yeah. I, there's another Aaron Tippin song that I used to laugh my ass off at. I don't David know. Lee Murphy dust on the bottle. I may I'm be happy. I may be combining Ain't No Rag is a Flag. That might have been an Aaron Tippin song too. Osama no, Your Mama was definitely, definitely Ray Stevens. Stevens. But Ain't No Rag is a Flag might have been Aaron Tippin. That ain't no rag is a flag. <laughs> so Why do I write cow? You know, but country music was not the only people who went down Charlie this Daniels. road. Was that Charlie Daniels? Ain't no rag it's a flag. The, who I did the? Correct. Who played the Super Bowl uh, in January of two thousand two? Looking for a building crash. I was trying to remember like it was other, the Patriots. Yeah, it was the, the Patriots and Rams, and somebody did a halftime show. Was it? It wasn't Green Day, was it? No, but I remember somebody did. Uh, there was some not. American sort of theme for it. Don't want to be an American football. <laughs> I don't. Hey. It was U2. It was U2. Of course it was Of course U2. it was U2. Which, the American way, classic band. Which, right. by the U2. way, I mean, I remember there was that t- that Time magazine cover where uh, Obama... Obano. <laughs> where, where, where Bono was, was... He was looking down and he, and, he, and he held his jacket open on one side and it was like lined with the American flag and the title, the title of the episode was like, Ken Bono Saved the World or something like that. For some reason, songs like "Stuck in a Moment You Can't Get Out of" was about healing and stuff like that, and it's like, and this was the song that had the like, Uno, 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 Trace, 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 Trace. Trace. Oh, God damn it! But yet, you two turned into the all-American band, which is fucking weird because they're Irish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and you know uh, what was Springsteen? Springsteen's was born in the USA. Did Springsteen come out with anything? Today? Yes, he, he had did. a 9/11 dirge. Okay. It was oh man. Eating chicken sandwiches in Philadelphia. My city of ruin. My city in ruin. Some bad shit happened. It was real close to Jersey. I didn't like it. I was on Highway 99 when the dust cloud came and took over my 44 Cadillac. Harmonica's forgot to I forgot to mute Did the that ghost time. of Bruce, the ghost of Tom Joe just show up in her. I, I do remember grapes of wrath. <laughs> when I uh, had when I first got serious radio, I had like the the box that you mounted on Absolutely. your dashboard, and I listened to like super liberal radio shows like Stephanie Miller and Ed something or other, and the Bruce Springsteen channel, and that was right when Seeger Sessions came out. And so, Bring Em Home yeah. was, I think that's on there, and I think there's a, even a line in Oh Mary Don't You Weep that he added in that was... I'm sure. And I'm sure uh, I feel like that record that he put out, whatever album came out with By City and Ruin The Rising, was, I think it was. It, it, yeah, that's what, I'm, that's what I'm trying to think of. Yeah. Like, even The Rising was a little 9-11-y. <laughs> Come on! I remember seeing Dylan at, uh, at uh, 
George Mason, whatever we yeah, saw in yeah, DC. Yeah. And it was close show. to the Verizon Center and just singing, Come on up to Verizon. <laughs> Come on up, get your cell phone accessories. Uh, Riding with Private Malone by David Ball. I don't know what Never that is. Never heard of that. America Will Survive by Hank Williams Jr. Oh, God, I can't even. Goodness gracious. Hank Williams Jr. reached his pinnacle of protest when he put out that ESPN diss. That was the Hank best. Hank Williams Jr. went goddamn Y'all can insane. keep the change. <laughs> keep the change was fucking great. Hank Williams Jr. tried to out Nugent Ted Nugent. Mm-hmm. You can take a boy out of Coleman. But you can't take the Coleman out of the boy. I forgot he was from Coleman. Yeah, he's one of us. I mean, I, I, I got to give it to Hank. Again, Hank has never swayed. If you've, if you've been that way your whole life, I got to give it to you. <laughs> well, like I said, I also watched a lot of 106 and Park. I was watching a lot of BET. I, I believe this was when uh, Blue Kent Trail's Hit em Up Style came out. <laughs> Uh, who's who's the baby dog, little dog, little waggy, little bow wow, little bow wow. Now just bow wow. He he came out with uh, it was it was a song with a line that said, like number twenty three in red and black, Mister One Hundred Six and Park is back. None of those are nine eleven songs, but I all numbers it, though. But they are all. <laughs> Thank you, Thank you, Derek. Those, those are, are all words. words. <laughs> so sorry, former coworker. Um, Mysticals Bouncing Back came out very. It's a. I love this song. It's so good. Oh, summer, I'ma make you fall. Like you did to the towers. Oh shit, I hope it don't rain nobody. Damn, I messed up. It's not a. It's not a 9/11 response, but it definitely. It talks about getting anthrax in the mail and not being able to like leave your house because you're scared of everything. It was what. It was what urban contemporary posited yeah. as their not like. Hey guys, we love America too. And you know he is at least a veteran. I yeah. that. He's a he's a my second favorite uh, veteran. Who's number one? Shaggy. Oh, it wasn't him. No, it was not. Was she coming on the counter? It wasn't, wasn't me. me. And that the towers? It wasn't me. Just tell her it wasn't you. All right. Who was that? Who was the other guy? I don't, it wasn't me. You're gonna be shocked. I don't know a lot about that Shaggy song. Ray J. <laughs> sure. Uh, the that mystical video, they were in New Orleans, and there was like a lively funeral procession going on mm-hmm. through a, a cemetery or something like that. It was very weird. MC Hammer got in the mix too. What did he do? What? You mentioned this earlier. Hammer did uh, pray, pray part two. Pray part two we for the got U- to pray. Parenthetical notation for the USA. Um, <laughs> it was a song about wanting to sign up for the military. Sign me up, I go. And he, but he did the video with a big. American flag bandana, and uh, and a uh, a white fur coat, and it was about how Hammer wanted to be in the military. Now he wanted to answer his country's call, and the chorus of the song was just, and I quote, "USA, USA." It might have been Hammer's last single. Well, that's that what I was gonna might say. have been the one that did him in. Earlier in the store, uh, show, we mentioned like money grabs. Like, if there's anybody who needed yeah, money well, out of 9 11, it was MC Hammer. Hammer needed let's, a 9 11. Let's not be boost. too hard on MC Hammer. He went broke because he gave all of his money to his friends. <laughs> I'm just setting levels here. 
Now, another song we haven't mentioned was that I know had like big success was Enrique Iglesias' Hero. I fucking love that, that song. That went hey Jennifer Love Hewitt water. was in the video. It was a steamy video. Like I there, can be your I can be oh, your Oh, that thing. I can kiss it's away the pain. Ooh, I had a girl who really liked you that song. And man, did I hate it. Da, 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 da. You will take my breath away. Enri- Yo, Enrique was good. I don't have any problems with Enrique. I really Iglesias. think that was like the number one song of 2002. Song. It was uh, huge all over the place because people just sort of piggybacked that on. Well, that's another thing. With these these 911 songs came out in a bad time for music in general. Um, on 911 itself, Dylan's Love and Theft came out, uh, System of Down's Toxicity came out. I can't tell you another record that was big that was worth a damn during that period. I mean, we were entering into the Incubus. Uh, Lincoln Park, uh, let's POD. Not, let's not compare Incubus to Lincoln Park. Why would we not do that? Is there a Inc- dime's worth of difference? Incubus which is- one are you saying is good? Because you're wrong <laughs> on both accounts. In- Incubus is Morning View, which I think was that time. I think it's a pretty good record. You're drunk. Um, well, <laughs> fucking six. Give me o'clock, maybe man. three songs off that record. Uh, are you in? Um, warning. I've never heard either one of those. And uh, that fucking song where about like high poking holes in the sky. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that? Uh, I drive my toes into the sand. Yeah. I wish, wish you were here because there camera. definitely was never a song called "Wish You Were Here." It is the second best "Wish You Were Here." <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember they had a hell of a guitar player. I'll give him that. That uh, Mike Mike, Mike Ensminger. I don't know why awesome. I know that. He's, but he's really good. Yeah, he's really good. Everything else about that band are, is shit. Are you in? Is I one of my favorite songs. Let's call it top one hundred. It's, it's it's just the top six. It's, it's, <laughs> his list goes this: John Mayer's daughter. Of course, that's number one. John Mayer's daughter. And then that incubus song. Alexa, play John Mayer's daughters. Oh yeah, I turned it down because it was too loud when I played John Mayer's. Good. Daughters. So we <laughs> requested this earlier. And, and it and said playing happened. John Mayer Daughters by John Mayer, clean version. And I'm like, there's a dirty version. <laughs> there's a dirty version. Exactly. Fathers be good to your horse. <laughs> um, there was a so. Oh, shit. It's, it's oh God! Um, this is the, what's going to get this podcast kicked off. It's John Mayer's stupid yeah, ass. He daughters. has a trademark. I would love for John Mayer's to John Mayer. He <laughs> would love John Mayer. John Mayer. We got we got some pretty good late nineties <laughs> acoustic troubadours, don't we? Dave Matthews, Darius Rucker. <laughs> yeah, but I I don't disagree with you, that Gavin DeGraw. Oh. <laughs> Maybe I'm a cop. Stop. Put up your hands and surrender to me. He opened for Maroon Five at Workplace. Oh God, that was a that was a hell of a show. Um, yeah, but I, I I see that like it was also like Days of the New. Mm-hmm. Um, Perfect Circle. Yeah, that was weird. It was a bad time, dude. I'm telling yeah. you, it was, was probably it the worst. The Nine Inch Nails spinoff. I feel like they were. They had some song that had the tool. I think that's a tool. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, it was Maynard whatever his yeah. name was, but it, it had the line "F your Christ" that was so intelligible. He mumbled it that like WZYP and Huntsville would play it. They wouldn't like, even two, edit it. Un, uncensored at yeah. two thirty in the afternoon. Yeah, it's interesting that you mentioned like this is kind of a dead period because all I can really remember are these crummy USA songs. You say like yeah. September two thousand one. Yeah. 
That's all I'll remember. I don't Is remember it? hardly like, they any. They dominated any the market pop and or anything quite else. Possibly, I'm gonna say Weezer's last gasp, Maladroit. That was when it, uh, what was that song? I'm gonna tell you, Weezer's last gasp was a blue album. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Oh, God, what is that song? Fucking John Mayer is still playing. Is it Hedgepipe? <laughs> no, that was on the Green Album. Maladroit came out in like 2002, 2003, and it was, Cheese smells so good on a burnt piece of, piece of lamb. Yeah. F word of the <laughs> year. Who could be Which F word? The regular one or the other one? The three-letter the one or the four-letter one? The other F word? Yeah. Why would that go there? It was... It was used in a sense like, yeah, you can call me the other episode. Oh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not accusing yeah, yeah. Rivers um, Cuomo of anything but being a Japophile. Beat up your man. Um, I, I actually... Because I'm old. Dope Nose. Dope Nose is the name of the fucking song. Um, but so I... 2003, I was probably... Whatever I heard from... That was a heyday of the Monkey Boys. That's, that's how bad music became, is we just started making our own. Monkey Boys, which I believe is episode 7 of Cold Dog Soup. <laughs> With Tootsie Crook. Um, Hit! September 11, 2001 was a Super Tuesday of album releases. Uh, unfortunately, a uh, a group, I don't know anything about them, called Dream Theater, nope. released an album entitled Live Scenes from New York, and it, yep. it is a barbed wire covered apple on fire with <laughs> With the Statue of Liberty and the Twin Towers. Wow. Came out Talk about bad timing. 9-11. They might have that inside info. Like yeah. George a group called, Al- okay. called Al-Qaeda Fire. Yeah. Oh, fucking the, the Blueprint, Jay-Z, came out on 9-11. That had, like, girls, girls, girls on it. Girls, Love and Theft. Girls, girls. Nickelback, Silver Side Up. Ugh. P.O.D.'s, Satellite. Ben Folds, Rock in the Suburbs. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and this was... This is quite possibly... I don't see how, there, there's no coincidences. There are no mistakes in retail. <laughs> a uh, looks like a rap group called the Coup, C O U P. Yeah, yeah, I know the Coup. Came bonk, out with bonk, party music bonk, bonk, where they're literally bonk, blowing bonk, up the World Trade Center bonk, bonk. on the. <laughs> how are so many people like digging on New York back then? Also, the thing is, like, this is. Eight years after the World Trade Center was bombed in '93, yes. yeah. So, like, why would you like in in 2005? Did we did anybody put out an album where like the the Murrah Building in Oklahoma City? Well, was did, being, no, no, like, no, no, no. Was there was a there was a stopped attack after '93 when the bomb went off? Then there was another guy who got caught. Yeah. And it made big news. Like he rolled up and there were explosives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, and they called him. They stopped him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so that's part of what that is. I forgot that Mariah Carey's Glitter came out on yeah. 9-11, the movie, and she blames 9-11 for its poor sales. <laughs> I heard a story that she likes to fly in the nude. What? She is also caught up in the sexual harassment uh, uh trend of, of people thankfully feeling comfortable enough to Is come she coming out or being accused? She's being accused. Mm. Of who? Uh, by, by a female worker, by a male, uh, by a male, male assistant that she like grabs some grabs some packages. Hey, it goes both ways. She should she should get some. I forgot that you, there's no way you know this. There's a song called "Let's Begin" by Bad Ronald, which I fucking loved. We can watch it after the podcast. I fucking I know loved shower it. Ronnie. I don't know bad. <laughs> <fucking> bad <Ronald. laughs> Motor alert. 
Ron Adams had the de facto 9-11 oh, music yeah. video of the year. And it was so on the nose. Uh, not, uh, God, that's such a good album. Is it yeah. Gold? Gold. Ryan Adams came out. We got some pretty good troubadours, don't we? Um, came out with an album, Gold, that had the lead single was New, New York, York, New York. York, and it was like he, it, I think the video came out it, on 9/11, yes. and and he had to put a disclaimer like, yeah. "Hey guys, I made this video long before that. This was filmed three days before 9/11." Sorry, and we the, but yeah, the scene is like it as yeah, it's him. He's he, filmed across the river with like the towers mm-hmm. in the. Background. I'm actually getting chills. I love that. Yeah. I'll do too. <laughs> I, I didn't like it when it first came out because I, I wish I could like learn. How now, to anytime when I land in LaGuardia in a few days, yeah. you can bet your last money. That's the how first thing I will do. Yeah. That's all I know, man. That's all I know. It's so bad. Yeah, it's bad. My my aunt, who is a wonderful woman, uh, will bend over backwards just to get. Her her nephew Sean to visit. She's the nicest fucking woman in the world, and even she. I flew into Laguardia for Thanksgiving one time, um, and she was like, "Honey, you know I'm gonna bend over backwards to to make sure that you can come visit us, but fl- fly, fly to JFK. Next <laughs> I'm not yeah, coming get, to Laguardia. Get to JFK, you take the subway <laughs> it was, all the way. It was in. an eighty nine dollar ticket yeah. from DC to Laguardia. <laughs> Um, I love that song. It's always a it's it's New York it's it's Ryan Adams, New York, New York, followed by Paul Simon's Me and Julio down by the schoolyard. That is how I go into New York every time. Hot. I, I love Me and Julio down. The and then comes when John uh, shows up Black Stars, uh, fucking uh, respiration. The new moon rode high in the crowd of the metropolis, shining like who on top of this. Um, this is good. Speaking of Black Star, I remember <clears throat> in college I was coming out of whatever that bookstore was called. Bookleggers. Book no, no, Book it was a soup store. Oh, what I, building was that in Tuscaloosa? The Ferguson Center. The Ferguson Center, and uh, named after uh, Closer explains it all's brother. Um, and so I, ca- I was coming out, and there was a. Uh, um, a radio DJ from whatever the campus radio station WRTR is probably it. That's what it should be. Not going to be mad if it is. And they were holding a contest to... This is really, really unrelated, but it's because you said Blackstar. Talib Kweli was in Blackstar, right? Yes. Okay, thank God. Thank God. It was him and Mostaf, right? Yes. You got it, baby. And so I went... They were holding a contest to see if you could chew a pack of crackers and whistle Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. Sure, of course. What was the prize? And... One second. And no one was like... People were like saying, fuck you. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. Because the prize was... Tickets to Hi-Fi Buys in Atlanta, uh-huh. the Sprite Liquid Remix uh-huh. tour, hosting OAR, I think Jimmy Buffett was there. I'm going to tell you right now, Jimmy Buffett was not on this. Jimmy not, Jimmy Buffett was not on a packing show oh, yeah. with OAR. OAR. Uh, it uh, might have been, uh, been Jack Johnson, but it wasn't I, Jimmy Buffett. I think it was Jack Johnson. Yeah. Um, and so, like, I, I was like, hey, man, like, I, I'd like to try. Like, I like OAR. And so I, don't you give me that face. And so I failed miserably, but the guy was like, Haha, well, you know, for being a good sport, here's the tickets. Here's the tickets. Thank you. Oh, praise God. And so um, I got the tickets. My buddy Adam, and I think they were actually three tickets. I think he was supposed to be two. <laughs> he gave you a block of tickets. Which, like, this was probably a pretty expensive. It's probably a $140 value. Yeah, for sure. So, like, 
I got that. Um, I got those tickets, and I went with Adam, mm-hmm. our friend Adam, that I think you know. Sure. Not the one that you don't like. Yes. The, the other good, one. The 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 one who's done like six tours in a row. <laughs> um, he. Uh, Hammer. <laughs> Adam MC Hammer. Um, <laughs> he uh, he went with his girlfriend at the time with and, and me, and. It was very clear that I don't know how many black people she had seen. In her life. <laughs> because, like, we got there and Talib Kweli was playing, and, like, the entire crowd was, like, in perfect rhythm, like, bumping, you know, like, up and down. And she, I, I looked over at her, and she, like, was just clutching, like, Adam's arm. Like, oh my god, what is this? What have <laughs> you like, gotten me into? A more inoffensive rapper than Talib Kweli. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's, he turned Muslim at some point, so he's edgy. Yeah, he changed his name. Ooh, yeah. What about Will Smith? I thought that guy's pretty yeah. vanilla. He cursed on that one song. <laughs> you saw my blinker, bitch. <laughs> that was an early Will Smith jam. God, uh, one of my favorite new podcasts that I'm that I'm listening to that I uh, have pushed on you guys that I hope you like. Uh, Decomposition Pod. Uh huh. Um, Brad and Katie, married couple. They they talk about they talk about our you know a bunch of songs that we have definitely heard of that have been big parts of our lives whether we like it or not like uh, absolutely in parentheses the story of a girl oh God. who cried a river and drowned the whole I was world the story of a girl it's such oh, a bad song who is that uh, nine days um, and so I get them confused with vertical horizon. Mm. I can't imagine there's a penny's worth of difference between. There's the not. Two. There's not. Um, but I forgot what I was talking about. Jeez, oh yeah, I mean, they, they, they did. They did um, "Nightmare in My Street" by Will Smith and DJ Jazzy boom, Jeff, boom, which I think we talked boom, about last. Um, but yeah. Anyway, if if you if you like a good podcast about critiquing, well, songs stay on topic that you may or may <laughs> not like. Where nobody's eating pretzel nuggets. Check out, check out. Y'all are shitty snackers. <laughs> so, I don't know. So for the first time in a while, we are actually all in one place. Uh, thank you very much, uh, both of you, for, for coming to visit here in the MGM. In Fuck the, you. In the Gump. Like, and why? Who calls it the Gump? A lot of people. I hate. I hate it. Forrest Gump wasn't in Montgomery. That movie. That wasn't in the movie. Also, like Montgomery is a four-letter word, four-syllable word. You can str- you can condense it into three. Montgomery. And it's really not. You like, will not replace us. <laughs> you will not replace us. Just fucking say. Black people have been calling this the Gump forever. This is a chocolate city. You vanilla suburbs can keep that MGM shit out there. This is a chocolate city, and it's called the Gump. What's up, CC? I'm gaining on you. There is a daiquiri bar a half mile away called CC's. And I went there last night, and you can add shots to, and they're just a bunch of daiquiris, and that's that's the end of that story. I'm gaining on you. This is falling apart really quickly. Oh, we're doing fine. My last, so my last not example of horrible reactions to 9/11 by music artists. Stormy uh, going into Iraq. That was a pretty over, that was an overact reaction. That, that, that was probably the I'm worst. I'm glad I qualified that with, with a music That was artist. the trillion dollar by overreaction. MC, by MC George W. Mm-hmm. Fuck. What a weird time. I remember I, I was like excited to see like what was happening. That's what turned me into a Democrat. Yeah, mission accomplished, like, man. Democrat. Yeah. <laughs> um... Bernie would have won. So uh, Puff Daddy comes <laughs> comes on 
in the Welcome to Atlanta remix. Welcome to Atlanta was originally a song by Lil Wayne. Nope. Uh, Why would he have a song? Young Jeezy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Come on, keep going. Uh, uh, nope. Mm-hmm. It's it's ludicrass. And, it is. That's and it. Jermaine Dupri. Yes, there you go. Welcome to Atlanta, where the players play, and we ride on things like every day. Yeah. Duh. Hit streets, big streets, see gangsters rolling, parties mm-hmm. don't stop till eight in the morning. Yeah, that's all so, accurate. Fantastic song. Uh, they did a remix, which was. They basically kept the same um, uh, chorus, but they had guests on, and those guests were Snoop Dogg to talk about uh, Long Beach Compton. Uh, they had what? This is a nobody ever. But sure. LBC. Go ahead. Sorry, LBC. <laughs> and because uh, this fucker hates abbreviations. The two one three. God forgive, forgive. God forbid you call it the black people call it. You know, uh, Long Beach, whatever their airport code is. Like OJA. <laughs> Shout out to Darren Kennard for staying engaged on uh, on, on Twitter, BTW. Production so, meeting. I can abbreviate. Um, <laughs> uh, I think they had the St. Lunatics on there. Yeah. It was Murphy Ali. It was Murphy Ali, I believe. And uh, we're, yeah, to talk about St. Louis. I forget what the first verse was. I think it might have just been Atlanta I, Oh, again. yeah. It was Dupree because yeah. he goes back and mentions other bars that he, he didn't doesn't mention like anymore. Time, yeah. And Strokers, I don't go no more because they don't know how to treat you when you come, come to the, the door. door yeah. uh, but the second verse was Puff Daddy to talk about New York City. And this probably would have been 2003, something like that. And he, he you know, raps, raps a verse. And then at the end, he just starts yelling into the camera in the music video. Um, yeah, we still here, and we build in four more new towers. Motherfuckers. And it's like, okay, cool, but it's, it's, just, it's just weird. It, it, it rubbed me the wrong way. Mm-hmm. You know, I bet that guy kneels down during the National Anthem 2 crew. He probably does. Don't say it to him like I... Don't say it to him like I have a we problem with playing We're on the same you're the, one, you're the ones chanting, you will not replace us. You exactly. won't. You will not replace <laughs> us. I'm so glad no one lives next to me. <laughs> this is horseshit. Gaining on you. That's those are. What's up, CC? I don't know what CC is. Oh Jesus! Christ. How long did you live in DC? Is that that daiquiri bar? Yes, yeah, the daiquiri bar. No. CC's. Parliament Funkadelics. Chocolate City is about Washington DC, and he refers to it instead of DC. As CC because it is a chocolate city. Ooh, I like What's it. up, CC? We gained it, no. I've yeah. only heard the, the term chocolate city by uh, Ray Nagin. Ray Nagin? Yeah. He stole it from yeah, yeah. DC, mm-hmm. was the original chocolate city. The it's world. a chocolate city in a vanilla suburb. I, uh, when I lived in the apartment that you came to visit when Ramajin Randy. That son of a bitch. Uh, Hankins came to visit and somebody broke into his car. I think I left it unlocked. Save the window. That's what I always yeah. say. Mm-hmm. Um, which, honestly... Stole a work cell phone and approximately 88 cents. And I think a GPS. <laughs> That's what Roman and Randy's big take was. And my fucking Alabama hat. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. Mm-hmm. Sorry. It's a good thing, um, too. But, he, so, I lived in... Uh, Quadplex. Yeah, I lived in the quadplex uh, with a giant door. Actually, it wasn't a very giant door. Um, but I lived on Lincoln Park in D.C., L-I-N-C-O-L-N. And in there, there is a statue of Abraham Lincoln with his hands over the heads of two kneeling black people. 
And it's basically a statue that just says, you're welcome. Which is, it's so fucking uncomfortable. And I remember, like, if you Google Lincoln Park, D.C., there's actually, like, a a two-paragraph Wikipedia page that basically talks about the gentrification and stuff. It used to be a highly, highly concentrated uh, African-American neighborhood. And, you know, as white hill staffers, the people who can afford to actually be (laughs) a hill staffer, move in, then it keeps pushing people, you know, out to... 38th Street mm-hmm. and you know shit like that but um, I don't know why I brought that Balt up Town. so this is Balttown huh? Balt Holly and Chris came to visit and uh, we were driving to an Orioles game and she was looking out the passenger window going, so this is Balttown huh like, no one fucking calls it that <laughs> you ever heard Joe West um, no. the umpire the baseball umpires no. songs no God damn it Out at Home is so good I mean, and anytime I hear baseball game is the first thing I think. Hmm. My baby took me to a ballpark to see a baseball game. You know, uh, speaking of... It's where it had to be, 99 in the shade. I was stealing a glance at some tight short pants just when I turned my head. My baby grabbed me by the arm and this is what she said. This is- if you cheat on me, you'll be out at home. If you try to play the field, I'm gonna be long gone. This has been that's disgusting. Do it episode straight. five. Thank you, everybody, you for listening. Run, Again, you can reach us on Twitter. Because if you cheat on me, you can reach us at Gmail. You'll be out at or on Patreon.com/slash/ttf. Thanks, everybody.